Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. We might have another guest in the office with us, but they don't like podcasts as much as we do. So you might hear... Or not. Or you might hear Solo in the background also. Uh, Yeah, you might hear the nice cinematic score of Solo playing yeah. in the background. John yeah. Williams. Yeah. Johnny Williams. Let's see who the special guest is. It's John Williams. It's somebody else pretending to be John Williams, though, even though it's like a 60% John Williams score. Yeah. It's packed today, which is great, yeah. because the last couple days weren't empty, but were about 30 people each, and then today was packed. Yeah. So. Well, it's, the evenings were good. Yeah, oh yeah. It's just Sunday the Star Wars evening. crowd was waiting till today. Yeah, they were waiting. It's been a shockingly good, long weekend, because often holiday weekends people are busy at the cottage or getting their kids ready for school or whatever mm-hmm. especially this weekend but it's been really good eighth grade and even trench 11 which is a little canadian indie movie i think broke 50 people two nights yeah. in a row it was the top earner of the first night yeah well, which, which is crazy funny. yeah it's been a good weekend for all involved i'll tell this story before i forget i was changing the marquee yesterday an old couple walked by and she said, "No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Wait a minute. The end. Yeah, what a story. <laughs> what a story, Mark. <laughs> Roll the end credit song. And she says, "Excuse me, I read that your theater is closing on September 9th. And I went, "Oh, no, we're not. Where did you read that?" And she was like, "Oh, well, just on the poster over here." And I couldn't figure out because there's there was no evidence on the poster that said, "We're closing." Yeah. So I, I made a little comment on Twitter of saying that happened and how that happens every once in a while where yeah. randomly someone will call or say they read something in the paper. And it shows you how whenever it's, anyone says, oh, I've been misquoted, I'm just like, yeah, you were probably misquoted. Because yeah. I've been misquoted. If I've been interviewed 20 times in my life for a newspaper, for a film project or a comic book or something, I've been misquoted 19 times. <laughs> yeah. Not a communist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Eric deduced, which I thought was hilarious is that she read the poster that says the last movie the yeah. Dennis Hopper movie playing oh, September 9th yeah cause I was like I guess maybe if you but like why, that's so literal wow like, people took that really literal I know so I want to know how many people randomly walked by and are like oh, oh no. it's the last maybe movie maybe that means it's gonna do well yeah that'd be that's great. what I was saying I was like the 9th is gonna be busy as hell like everyone's coming out to the last movie but what a bizarre thing that her brain read a title printed on a poster yeah. with a guy on a horse under it, and then our little tag saying September 7th and 9th, and she went, oh, they're closing up. Yeah, and she's like, I wonder what the movie's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So strange. Yeah. And better I, not show that new movie called This Theater is Going Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not good. He calling it quits. You're like, the oh, last geez. picture show. We'll never yeah, get to show that. <laughs> just do a week. This is the end. So yeah. I was hoping that that woman opened with, do you work here? Yeah. And you're like up on a ladder changing the marquee. It's like, no, 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 no this is this, the best troll job I could think of. Oh, that's funny, too. Off the record, I stuck around after work on Friday and watched a movie. This is on the record now. Too. Oh my god, you're fool. Knows. You can't just say off the record. You're, it's permanent now. You can't just delete this. Because it was an early night and it wasn't, you know, no The Room, no Rocky Horror. And it was an early night because just everything we were showing was kind of like 90 minutes. Nice. So by 10.30, we could watch a 90-minute movie and not be out of here at 3 in the morning or whatever. Yeah. I got my friend had a lifelong wish to change the marquee. <laughs> and all we had to do was I had done everything else it was just the bottom line so just trench 11 had to be swapped out for 8th grade and so holding ladder extra careful all she did was switch a couple letters yeah yeah but it's so funny where I was teasing like don't fall you can sue us you know <laughs> but it's so funny that something that we do all the time that's yeah. just the norm 
somebody else thinks that's really behind, you know, what do they call it? Inside baseball, like behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah, like the wizard behind the curtain or something. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, how could they ever change the and she titles? she was like taking pictures and having a blast. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just something we do. <laughs> it's, <laughs> man, you should see Lee do that. He does it in like five seconds. So yeah. just, it's like he just flies up the ladder and just like, I don't know how. I mean, he's done it forever I yeah, guess so yeah. that's why but it's just because when I go up I'm just like okay easy easy yeah. you know don't fall or anything and I'm just like man he just zoomed up there and, it, and then it's just over he well, also fell off well that's yeah true. he fell off the ladder once that's, who is that voice yeah, good, good input Andrew for both of those marks as <laughs> you were no thinking one. the same thing yeah yeah it's kismet I've never fought well Here I we kind of like tripped on the last couple of steps once oh no but it wasn't yeah, a major fall. So you didn't go face down, did you? No. I so, dropped the letters on people. Yeah. That was on purpose, though. You were just <laughs> tossing oh, right, letters. Right, right. I think Come I see a movie. Before. Toss a letter. See a movie. Here's how you fight. No, 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 no. We said don't say that. You, you know, you work here. In Glorious Bastards, when uh, the girl is changing the marquee, mm -hmm. she's throwing the letters in this laundry basket. Do you oh, like that yeah. idea? Yeah. You want to do that? Here? Is it hung off the ladder? I forget. No, it's just on the, it's ground. On the ground. It's lined with like a blanket or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe and put a pillow in there. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Or usually we just have someone underneath there that we can toss them to. Well, yeah, like because we've had lots of letters break. Well, it's our stupid marquee is going I, digital. All right. It's not the yeah. end of that discussion. No, but then we can't change the marquee. We, you know, then his friend can't come up here and we're gonna do a Kickstarter for the million dollars oh, it would take to make a digital marquee. Oh, Pay five dollars to change the marquee. Oh, yeah. That yes. that'd actually be funny is fundraiser. Come change a marquee letter. Just one. We don't trust you to do the whole thing. You'll fall. Big lineup around the block. Yeah. Well, what movie is this? No, no, no. We just want to be outside and put up some stuff. And the marquee doesn't even make sense. It's just random yeah, letters and numbers. Words. Josh was here. <laughs> That's not helpful. Yeah, I remember back in the day when multiplexes were king. And, you know, multiplexes are obviously still making money. But even there, you know, not what they once were. The one on the west end of Ottawa that I go to on occasion when I win a free movie pass... Back in the, the day... The one I go to when I don't pay. I never pay. Exactly. I always say that up front. <laughs> I haven't paid for a movie to multiplex. Yeah, do you want any snacks, it. sir? Oh, heavens no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my own sack of popcorn Yeah, here. I sneak in my own popcorn. But I remember going years ago, I think it was Saving Private Ryan or something like that. So, you know, God, almost, what is that, 20 years ago. But on a Friday night was packed. The popcorn stand was like a full circle with 20... Popcorn kids working it. Man. The box office had four people working it. There was full-on ushers all over the place. And it was packed. Parking lot full. Yeah. Whereas you go now, and they've cut their popcorn stand in at least half, where half the popcorn machines aren't even used. Yeah. They're just there. They don't have box office staff anymore. Oh, God. That's the worst. And they might have one person ripping tickets, but not guarding any doors or anything. No. So their staff has been depleted by, like, half... And speaking of marquee, this is what made me think of it, is they used to have to get a person in a bucket, like a scissor lift. Oh my god. To go up and change the big marquee. And they wouldn't do it specifically like 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, but they would just do it once a week. So they'd be paying a person in a harness with a lift operating license to oh go up god. once a week. Yeah. Change all those. So, you know, 52 times a year, that would happen. And then you've seen it slowly change, where now, if you go by a big multiplex marquee, it just says... We have a Taco Bell inside, and we have this. We have THX Sam. We have IMAX. But it never changes. Yeah. So they've completely given up on their giant marquees just to save a bunch of money. Yeah. 
But before they had money to throw around, they could do it. So yeah, back when the Mummy was tops at the box yeah. office, they were able to do that. Well, even inside the Coliseum on the West End, it used to have posters really high up. So same thing. Once a month or so, somebody oh, in a scissor yeah. lift would have to come and change all those, those are posters. Huge too. Like they're terrifyingly yeah. large. And now they're all gone. Now they just got rid of them. So <laughs> well, they know no one reads them. Like here, someone comes in. What's playing today? Yeah. Oh, I guess I did the marquee for no reason. I, That's I, the funny. Yeah, <laughs> I would see it if you go by like on the highway or whatever. I, I would enjoy that when they would have the giant posters. Like you know, not maybe that theater exactly, but you know, yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, it is the weirdest thing that I worked three days in a row just these last few days and people will come in and go is eighth grade playing and there's a poster outside and a marquee but i guess maybe if they're not familiar with the theater and they've parked behind us yeah and kind of walk around the corner and they're just not paying attention but it's fun because like you're not normally here on any given week yeah but to have you have three straight shifts yeah. in a row and then normally like you're you have to inadvertently sass people online sometimes who yeah. are just like oh yeah here's a here's an odd remark or whatever well, I, was, I was here three days in a row because Melissa was slacking off at the geek convention. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> With the stars of Supernatural and... <laughs> and so I was hoping it was going to be more, like, a more obscure thing. 2001 Space Office. That's like... Oh, did you meet those guys? I saw them. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> Good enough. Yeah, pretty much. Kier Delay had a really nice sounding voice from uh, across the room I walked when I by saw and they looked old. That's... <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. Don't tell them that, though. I mean, they don't need to be reminded. It's, it's They're tough. They're young. That could be a very good, true. That would be a really good name of a book about attending comic conventions. I walked by, they looked old. Yeah, the end. <laughs> the end. It's like, especially those sad ones that you tell about sometimes, oh, where it's so like the Z-list stars. And... Well, I like the... Recently, the Degrassi guys have been jumping on this bandwagon. To grand success, it seems. Mm -hmm. They'll go to uh, Comic-Con, They'll do, and, and you see big crowds. And I think it's just the right age, and there's still this weird franchise that like a few different things like Star Trek or Doctor Who yeah. never went away which is strange I still find it strange even though like that the new one must have surpassed the old one by now I would think like it's, it's still yeah, it's on, been on a while yeah. oh, yeah. and they've well, gone through what three different oh, groups yeah. of kids or something yeah man because my... now Drake is yeah yeah, Drake. Yeah, he's, yeah well now it's become Drake they're organizing again. a Degrassi expo that's what they wow. said at I don't. Whoa. Because students are now teachers. Students are now parents oh, on the, the next generation. What? Yeah. yeah. So in, oh, yeah, because they all have kids when they're in like 12. canon. Yeah. The same <laughs> characters are still there. So it, Spike is like a great grandmother now? Uh, that's what I was thinking, because she I was pregnant she's around. when she was 16. I don't even know. I mean, it's not all of them, because that wouldn't make any sense. No. Like, wow, you're all teachers still? You know, yeah. but like three or four, I Snake, think, who are still. I think. There. I just think, I only think of Snake and Joey. Snake is like the dad of the main character. Is he the principal yeah. too or something? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, wasn't he? He was the tech but teacher. But then the newer one. No, I no can't keep track of that. No one's in that? Nobody's in that. No one talks about it anymore. <laughs> like the newest one. Well, but I it's still. I forgot right. it existed. My, I only remember it because my ex girlfriend used to date one of the cast members Whoa. of The Next Generation. Whoa, and I didn't care because I was like, still, she was no, like wait, seven Next years younger. The Next Generation is good, but there was one after that. Yeah, he, 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 he was co stars with Drake. That, Degrassi Voyager. Yeah, Degrassi. That one was really good. That's when it got good, I thought. But, did they ever do Enterprise? like a Degrassi. Remember when they did a Baywatch show, but it was like Baywatch oh. X Files? Yeah, what? Baywatch what? Nights. So For real, awesome. and there was like werewolves and probably vampires. I never seen one, but I, but it was actually sci-fi, right? Or yeah, actually... it was like one season, shockingly, and it didn't didn't really take off for some reason. We, although now that I want to watch hilarious. it. I want to watch it. It actually does. 
It was like, we'll have to have an after-hours screening of Baywatch Bay Nights. Watch. Well, people have asked, a few people have asked us to get the Degrassi people to come here because they came to, and I don't know if it's at all cost-effective, because it probably works in Toronto because a lot of them live there. And like, are we going to play an episode? Or I think that's what they do. I, I believe schools out. there was a TV movie, right? Yeah, School's Out. Yeah, so, so they, they, they curse and have oh, sex. Cool. Andrew seems to know an awful lot about <laughs> this show. They'd probably be willing because they're trying to like gain. Yeah. It's always just the finances it's where true. we should pick and choose the C-lister ones. Like we'll be like, yeah. no, no, we can't afford Snake. We can't afford Drake. We, well, anything that rhymes with ache, we can't afford. Sometimes there's events that are really cool, but then the budget is, oh, they need two airplane tickets from LA. Yeah. They need four nights in a hotel. They get a per diem. Oh my God. They get like a meat plates or something. Yeah. And, and then you're just, it's just too much work. It's, it's just, you had us till the meat plate. Well, you did it for exposure. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's the, the age old uh, being in a band <laughs> remark. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we'll, we'll pay you an exposure. We tried to do something cool with Ottawa Comic Con and we did the first year, I think, where we played a couple of indie movies and people came and introduced them and they had booths at Ottawa Comic Con. <laughs> You're going to say they got booed. They got booed, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, bad intro. <laughs> and it was the first year we played Comic-Con Episode 4, the documentary. Oh, yeah. Which was by Morgan Spurlock, who I think now is cool. in, in the basket of horrible men in Hollywood, I, I think. Oh, is he? Oh, <laughs> I, no. I, I, I'm not positive. I hope I'm not besmirching him. But I, I'm, sure. I'm we'll pretty say, sure he did something bad now. And I'm like, oh, We'll say Morgan. potentially. We'll potentially, leave that one out potentially. there. We think. <laughs> Off the record. Or maybe not. We're not clear on that, but still. Morgan's listening right now, but yeah. I'll destroy like, really, The one episode he hears about. <laughs> but then we tried to do something with Friday the 13th, and they were like, yeah, we can do it. And I said, cool. And then they were like, it'll cost this much. And I sent them back the email they sent me saying, it won't cost you anything. It'll just be a fun thing. And they're like, oh, well, we, it won't cost you anything, but... And it was going to cost a Kane Hodder appearance fee... His limo to and from the um, hotel. This yeah. is the Mayfair Theater. All this stuff. And I, like, we're the limo of theaters, though, yeah. to be fair, but still. And the initial pitch was, he's there anyways making money signing autographs. After his appearance there, drop by here. Don't even stay here to do autographs. Just stay here to go, hi, everybody. Come yeah. visit me at the con tomorrow. Yeah, pretend to kill Josh with a machete. Yeah. You know, something like Done. that. And it just kind of fell apart because it's like, well, we're not going to pay an extra $1,000 no. to... And it's even, it's one thing, sure, you know, maybe pick him up at the con and drive yeah. him here and then take him to his hotel, whatever, yeah. in a car yeah. or whatever, you know, like that's one thing. And that's when it does work. And especially when it's people on a book tour or whatever, yeah. they're okay with that. They're yeah. okay to stay in someone's spare room. They're okay to not stay at the fanciest hotel. <laughs> yeah. They're just like in Melissa's basement. It's like, we've got a fancy suite set up for you down there. And uh, it's have... real nice. <laughs> I forget the fella's name. Who's the young guy in the room? The uh, kid. Philip Philip. So Philip oh stayed god. with Gwen and I because. Oh my god, what? Yeah, because on his way through, he was going from Montreal to Toronto. You know, we're always trying to save money. And I just happened to say to Lee, because Lee has a house but lives far away. Right. And I said, well, Gwen and I are in an apartment, but it's spacious enough and we have a spare room. And it's close. And it's close. Would Philip mind just crashing with us? <laughs> and he's like, probably not. And he asked, and Philip was fine with it. And so we saved $500, yeah, you know? And, and like, you were like, stay off the drugs. You were like, yeah. no, that was a character. <laughs> and, and I barely... You went on the rooftop with him. <laughs> yeah. I like barely should. spent time with him, but he was a really nice guy. And, and, I'm sure he was uh, super respectful and polite and everything. Yeah. So, like, that's when you're an independent cinema, an independent bar, and mm. that's what you do. You hear stories of stand-up comedians where they're, you know, staying in not great... They, they uh, share... They'll get, like, a house... 
like a, they call it a comedy condo. Yeah. Where the touring comics will crash at a certain house, and one guy will put, you know, it'll be one guy's house, and a bunch of touring comics will stay there for a couple nights. And sometimes it's fine, and sometimes it's a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, it only takes one. Like, we, I used to do that. We had friends of ours who abandoned uh, Calgary, I think, and they crashed at, like, well, when, actually, when I was with that ex who dated the Degrassi guy, weirdly enough, but they crashed at our place for two nights just because they were touring, and it was just like either we stay in a van outside in a parking lot of Staples or we sleep on your floor. I'm like, well, if, you, if a floor's okay. The floor's okay. And they were super nice, like very respectful. They were like big into horror movies, so I liked them a lot. We just, it was it was great. It was perfect. And it's just, but it's one of those things because you're just like, do I want four or five quote unquote strangers staying in my home where all my stuff is? And then if I go and work and they're just there alone with my girlfriend, and you know, you, I, you <laughs> well, no, no, well, I'm just saying, but like, just, not just any strangers with anyone, you know, and like, yeah. It's just, it's it's a nervous thing. But they're not, they're good guys. They're good guys. The band broke up, not because of that. Uh, because of you. Yeah, because of, because I accused them all. I was like, of murder. Hey, you guys going through my stuff? No, but they were they were great, and I was just I was so glad we did it. But right in leading up to it, I was, I got super nervous because I was just like, I don't actually really know these guys. Like, I don't. You know, and you hope nothing will happen or nothing goes missing or whatever, and, and nothing did. It's, it's such a good story if you came home and just everything was gone. Oh my god, like just everything every, was like gone. Like salt shaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's everything. like, but there was a DVD copy of The Room left. And I was like, I didn't even own this. Like, what, are you just, you're trolling me here? But that's like whenever there's a big sports tournament for a more independent thing, like roller derby. Same thing, people will take in out-of-town visitors, out-of-town yeah. players just to save everybody money because yeah. it's so expensive to oh, travel and all lot. that stuff. So. Especially for like when you're, you know, quote unquote, paycheck to paycheck, uh, it's just like every bit counts. And it's like, do you want to eat a little bit better or do you want to sleep, you know, in a bed or whatever? Like, it's just, you got to pick your battles when you're touring. Well, it's like when Greg Sestero came to visit here, it's because he was on a tour. So that helped a lot. Like he was already, he wasn't flying directly from LA to here. He yeah. did a bunch of other stuff. And that's often the biggest problem is we might know somebody in LA who would be totally willing to come here and introduce their movie and sign some DVDs and stuff, but it's a $1,500 round trip plane ticket. Yeah. And well, I was like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And if, if we live in a. Hey, in a this should come in October because yeah, it's good. Like yeah. 300 bucks. That's what, yeah, me Let's and do it. I still don't know how you got that. Mine was, yeah, we're both going to LA, so we can go interview those people. Yes. Come back with what, the footage. Why are you going to LA? My best friend lives in LA. Oh, that's so right. So I never get to see him, so I'm going to see him. And Melissa's, I don't remember. I think she's going to see my best friend for some reason. Wait a know. minute. Yeah, we're Not best friends now. Wait a minute. This didn't work out well. Yeah. Are you going to another nerd thing? No, I'm just going. Plane tickets were like super cheap. I'm like, I guess we're going to LA. That's yeah. neat. Hers were cheaper than mine, but I paid extra because it's like, Oh, you can get the lowest price if you get to the airport at 3.30 in the morning yeah. and are on for 12 hours, or you can pay an extra $74 and it's a seven hour flight at 1 p.m. or something like that. So I was just like, well, I do want to save money, but I also don't, I just like, you don't want to be on a flight for 13 hours. Like, yeah, there's uh, a point where you're like, uh, 75 bucks yeah, is 75 bucks. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm just like, I'm trying to picture my headspace at that point and just be like, is this, was this worth saving 75 bucks? Yes. Yeah, well we'll see if you go to LA though both of you my dream in LA is all kind of the stuff I've learned from podcasts mm -hmm. but there's Upright Citizens Brigade comedy stuff yeah where there's always cheap cool comedy going on sadly the Meltdown just closed no. it was a, a comic store that had a whole bunch of cool stand up and podcasts and stuff record there yeah. but it's funny because people talk about I always get defensive 
of people saying there's nothing to do in Ottawa. Yeah. And I'm like, no, there's too much to do in Ottawa because I've always missed stuff because I'm busy doing some other cool yeah, thing. You're busy telling people what stuff there is to do in Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> Jonah from Mystery Science Theater, amongst other things, was saying he gets frustrated for the same thing because people in L.A. will go, oh, there's nothing to do in L.A. Are you what? kidding me? But what? what I have learned is that's every town. People go, oh, people in Ottawa is sleepy government town. Every town. I have a friend in Vancouver. I have friends in Halifax. Every town, there's a bunch of people whining that yeah. there's nothing to do who don't do anything. Yeah. And that's the key. Did you look? Have you tried? Yeah. Like, there's do you always care? something. Always. Thanks to Twitter and being on a couple of nerd Twitter sites, you see that Saskatoon has this really cool Comic-Con or a cool Mayfair kind of theater mm -hmm. or roller derby team. So every town has cool stuff. Sometimes you might have to try harder to go do it. Yeah. But you can, you yeah. know. Yeah, we're not talking about small town, you know. It's yeah. like, oh, there's nothing to do in Cobalt. Yeah. You're like, well, that might be true, actually. We might, we're not clear on that. There's I live like, in the Northwest Territories. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know. I'm there's a tree plant. Yeah, you, there's trees to look at. It's, you got that going for you. No, it'll be good. So, yeah, if you guys got requests for stuff in L.A., we'll get you fun stuff. Mostly Melissa. I'm going to the Conan show. Oh, cool. Oh, really? That's awesome. Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to... to Nowhere. I don't know what else is there in LA. There's nothing to do. There's Conan. That's it. Nothing else. Concerts. Go to that. That's probably true. Yeah. Universal Studios. You can go on the rides. Oh, I will say my original plan was to go like November, January, December would have been cool, but I'm just like, okay, the price is gonna get ridiculous. But I'm an October guy. Like I'm a horror guy, and there's gonna be so much cool stuff in LA, like weird horror mazes and. And if you go off whatever. season, I went to Universal Studios Hollywood in January. Yeah. Years ago, you could go on every ride three times because there's no line. No yeah. one's there. It's a bunch of bored mascots. Yeah. Because if you go in December, May, June, whatever, packed, you gotta yeah. wait in line forty-five minutes for every ride. You go off season. It's tumbleweeds, yeah. and you finish the park, and it's noon, and you're like, well, <laughs> what I else now? guess I'll go on everything again. And it's still, the weather's super nice, but to them it's cold, because it's still, it's like December, January. It's weird going, I went in December once, and they had all the Christmas stuff up, and it, but it's LA. So I'm just yeah. like, there's this huge Christmas tree, and I was like, what? this doesn't feel right. This is nothing. You don't have winter. You start booing. Boo. Yeah, I'm already hating on LA. Get rid of it. Four more weeks of this. <laughs> Boo. You jerks. <laughs> Anyway, okay. <laughs> In conclusion. Yeah. I am bummed about that Kane Hodder thing, though. That would have been cool. But, yeah. I, you know, I will say, to close off on that, I will say, like, he had a hard time for years, and just no one knew who he was apart from Mega Geeks. And it is cool that he's been able to sort of bridge out a little bit, and people kind of know the name, and he's done, like, the Hatchet series and various yeah. other stuff. It's not just nameless stuntman, like Savini kind of back in the day, and then he makes his name for himself, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, that's cool, but I'll never get to meet him, probably. Never. I don't have money. I just bought that LA ticket. <laughs> okay, let's chat briefly about what we're screening from September 7th through the 13th. It's one of those weird weeks where Ottawa Film Society is back. Oh, man. Which is always, they're great clients, but mm. it's a bit of a blessing and a curse for the schedule. So anytime you look at a schedule once a month when you see Ottawa Film Society on it, and you're like, why is that only playing once or twice? That's why, because our yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is eaten up by that. Yeah. But often, stuff will still come back. I'm fairly confident that... So on this schedule, we have 8th grade back for a couple screenings, which is its second week, and three identical strangers back Whoa. for one screening for its seventh week. Huge. I wouldn't be surprised if both of those are back on the well, next yeah. schedule. Three identical strangers oh, can't be stopped, man. That is a yeah. juggernaut of a film. Well, to my recollection, and I could be wrong, but I think we have a bunch of films that stopped at eight weeks. Okay. 
and it's Manchester by the Sea. Like Big Sick, maybe? Big Sick. Lady um, Bird. Lady oh, Bird. God, yeah, obviously. Some Steve Coogan stuff. The first trip, the, uh, maybe. Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge. And I could be wrong, but... I don't know if that got, that didn't get eight Maybe weeks. not eight weeks, but... Maybe, like, at least two. But we have, we have half a dozen or so or eight movies that are eight weeks, and I don't think we ever got to nine. Wow. So we'll see if Three Identical Strangers sticks around, but it had 120 people the other day. I can't believe and that. And, like, 75 people matinees for a movie that's been here for a yeah. month and a half. And, so. I think, and it's playing right after this. I think it's going to be pretty... Yeah. Busy. I mean, I'm staying for it, so I'm yeah. all like, yeah, everyone's going to come. I'm here, so yeah. obviously... So those are two holdovers. Then we have three new films to us. Le Brio, which is a French film, a France-French film. And it's a lawyer drama. It won a bunch of stuff. The Caesar Awards, it won Ooh, nice. actress and... Oh, just that, sorry. Actress at the Caesar Awards. Just it was probably up for other, Yeah, Award. only one. And it, those are that Planet of the Apes Awards, right? Those yeah. Caesar Awards. It's weird that they made it a category. Then we have The Bookshop which won more awards. It won... Uh, <laughs> more than one, More right? than one. Okay. The it, more than uh, Labrio Award. <laughs> how Goya, many Caesars, though? I don't know how many Caesars. I know at the Goya Awards, it won Best Film Director and Adapted Screenplay. Mm. Bookshop is funny because the trailer for It was playing in front of... Puzzle? Puzzle. It's that UK <laughs> kind of subgenre, and I 100% my brain went... Oh no, Marcus put the puzzle trailer yeah. in front of puzzle. I think yeah. we were talking about that. You were like, uh, so yeah, we got the bookshop coming, which is just puzzle, apparently. Well, it, you can. I remember back in the day just being like, if you Grant does one more of these movies where. And you McGregor did a couple, but it's the. A small town, fill in the blank, romantic, you know, twist end, where it's like, we're a bunch of. We're a bunch of minors, not kids, but guys who did stuff, and we're gonna start a strip club. Or we're oh, yeah. a bunch of we're a bunch of blue collar people. Yeah, and it, it was all this stuff. So the puzzle and bookshop look to be puzzle is like, about uh, puzzles. Puzzles. A blue collar, quiet British woman who finds a love of puzzles. Yeah. And the bookshop is a quiet blue collar British woman who finds a love of a bookshop and against her family wants to make puzzles or against her family wants to open a bookstore yeah it's very similar it's yeah like the Billy Elliot of this exactly uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah where it's that genre of a blue collar town doing something a bit off kilter yeah. that the other people in the blue collar town don't like or chocolat another one yeah and they all learn a valuable lesson and then like that thing <laughs> that's so good and maybe she falls in love yeah maybe we're yeah. not clear on that that's all. It's like I read the blurb and it was like the town doesn't want a bookshop, yeah. but she opens it anyway. And I was like, oh, you rebel! This town hates books. <laughs> yeah, you better not open that bookshop. This evil bakery's opening up. Like, jeez, man. Then we have Sicario: Day of Soldado, which is interesting because it's pretty much the same behind-the-scenes team, the same writer and producers, a different director mm-hmm. because the director went off to do. Uh, well, a bunch of things, but he's doing Dune, Dune right Blade Runner, and something yeah. else. He's always doing. I feel like he's always doing like three movies at once. It feels like, and but, it's like, a rare sequel that got just as much praise as the original. And two out of the three actors are back. Gambledo, no, I was gonna say Gambledo Toro. Oh my god, I would watch that. Benicio <laughs> del Toro and Josh Brolin. Yeah. Reunited no, no, from Emily Blunt. No, no that's Emily the only, only complaint that I've really heard is just, thought, well, Emily Blunt's not in it. I was like, well, okay. They said but she's she might in the be first back one. for the third one. They said it just didn't make sense oh, for this one. So is it, it's yeah. like a Bourne uh, thing, like with, yeah. with Renner or whatever. And then we have the aforementioned The Last Movie, which is not The Last, <laughs> the last movie, movie. We will be closing <laughs> for the night <laughs> yeah. after that. Just for the night. 
Oh, it's so funny. But that does look good. I mean, I, I, there's a lot of, like, weepy-eyed people here. Oh, so yeah, many memories. Like, I remember coming here when you first opened it, and it's like, okay, this is a weird uh, frame of this thing you're wording here, but, uh, yeah, thanks for coming, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. People dropping off roses. And, and, like... so, and it is sort of funny that it's an older movie, like, undiscovered-type yeah. flick, so it's like, I mean, I, th- if we were ending, I could see it being something like that. As mentioned before, it's really neat. Movies like this, even if there's something that doesn't end up being a five-star movie... They're just so much fun to watch because mm-hmm. this movie's from 1971, has rarely been seen for decades. Yeah, it's not on DVD. Don't if you want the look. VHS? Go on eBay and spend like three hundred dollars. Oh my god, and it's gonna look terrible. Yeah, and it's probably like pal and cropped and whatnot. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, it probably looks terrible. Everything you want in a but movie. But that's fascinating to me, and people always think that everything is out there. Yeah, and despite the overwhelming amount of stuff out there for us to watch. There's still a movie from the 70s that Dennis Hopper directed and starred in that you can't watch. Yeah. Like, almost even from the... I almost feel like it's more like a 60s movie, almost. Because like, I'm assuming he started making it in like 69, Very much, yeah. Ish. Well, it's this directorial follow-up to Easy Rider. Which, then that was 69, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I don't, I don't know how much time he had in between those... Of how much lost time he had in between. If you yeah. This was like his apocalypse now, I think, where it took him a long time to make. And yeah. Everyone was and angry at him. Everyone was mad at him, <laughs> and he was just bombed the whole time. I'm so excited. So it's a piece of 70s film history. I'm wondering and if... I I don't think he directed a movie again until he directed this little movie in 1980 that's called still out of the blue that's quite that's still like a, a decade. yeah but that was i don't think that movie got much notice and then he did colors with sean penn and oh uh, yeah, yeah robert duvall did yeah you, have you ever seen this is the most random time but this is a perfect time to ask you this have you ever seen flashback with him and uh no uh jody Kiefer. foster uh, uh she might also be in it but it's like him and Kiefer are like Kiefer. the main two and he, he plays basically like kind of himself I, I think he's like a drugged out yeah dude who's just like I guess I think he's like a, like a hippie whatever activist or something and then Kiefer is the cop bringing him in for whatever and then he, he escapes or oh something. no I'm getting no I'm getting it mixed up with Backtrack oh yeah ba- with ba- Jodie Foster and now I'm thinking of Backdraft but that's a whole other <laughs> no uh, uh, flashback yes yeah, I, 1990, I, actually, I, yeah I, re- I remember renting that movie when I was a kid it's so I hadn't even heard of it until a few weeks ago and I was just like okay so young Kiefer he's an FBI young. agent and Dennis Hopper is an old he's pretty much playing like his character from Easy Rider basically yeah and he's like he's a fugitive and they end up teaming up in a yeah. way yeah yeah like they're against each other but then by the end you know they're yeah it's like a buddy movie yeah but it looked you know, I, I haven't watched it yet but it looked really interesting and yeah it's like just it seems like kind of a lost film in some ways because mm-hmm. I just I had never heard of it and those two guys are both great yeah so yeah anyways we're not playing that so <laughs> but anyways so come and see this that one, movie yeah yeah so you see that some other time but no like, but this one though uh like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there, uh, I'm wondering what the special features will be for last movie like I, obviously I wouldn't expect a commentary like, I don't know how There's a Blu-ray coming out. Um, but, like, he wouldn't have pre-recorded a commentary. I, I'm not, like, I don't think so. But I'm sure they must have, like, archive stuff. And stuff. I'm, I'm just sort of fascinated with, like, the backstory of something like that. Because, I mean, he must have a lot There's to There's a documentary called um, The American Dreamer. Okay. And it's all about Dennis Hopper during the making of the last movie. Oh, cool. And it's just him. He, he's in New Mexico at this house. And he's just... <laughs> Blasted. Well, we're at the point now where the movie's almost 50 years old, so most of those guys are gone. Yeah, that's the thing, too. So, you know, you're going to Chris Christopherson's in it. Oh, God. Oh, man. He's still around. He's still around. He's cool. He is still around. And he was in Blade, so you know he's cool. Yeah. (laughs) And Fire Down Below. Yeah, yeah. His his two best films. Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay, so still, yeah, kind of. We were going to wrap this up five minutes ago Sorry. until Eric went on his that, bad. That was rant good stuff. About, uh, <laughs> it was because I kind of thought I thought this would be a dry. I was like, oh, I don't know a lot about the Brio or this other stuff, yeah. but wait till we talk about the last movie, and then we ended it at the very end. And I'm like, well, it's too late now. Too late now. Sorry. Okay, so thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us on the internets at MayfairTheater.ca. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Go visit our friends at House of Target across the street. If you're listening to this at a timely matter to when it's released, House of Target's gone. Free play for September and what? October for Sunday afternoons. Okay. Arcade free play. So you, you kind of pulled the rug out at the end there. Free play like, oh for September god. and October. Like, oh my god, of uh, one night of the week. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, usually they stop that in the summertime, but it's been going so well for them. Oh, They're man. continuing on. That's amazing. So yeah, go visit our friends over there and stay tuned for updates on more cool stuff coming soon uh more halloween movies to come i am sure so much fun yeah don't book too much cool stuff i'm going october 4th to 10th so book bad things then only that's when kate hodder's coming to visit (laughs) damn it i need this okay bye everybody bye Bye. oh bye melissa that's who was here it was melissa by the way the ghost of melissa the secret guest don't tell melissa (laughs) melissa was here where did you get this on a dig down in thebes Jonathan, I think you found something. There is an ancient legend of a place known as the City of the Dead. We call it the doorway to hell. Where the earliest pharaohs were said to have hidden the wealth of Egypt. Are we going into battle? There's something out there. Something underneath that sand. They came to uncover its secrets. Mummies, my good son. This is where they made the mummies. They sought to unlock its treasure. And then there was light. Oh, boy. What they did... Oh, my God. It does exist. I think this may be the Book of the Dead. ...was unleash a force unlike any the world has ever known. You must not read from the book! What the hell was that? You have unleashed the creature that we have feared for more than 3,000 years. Whoa! Regenerate and no longer be the undead. We are in serious trouble. This one? What the occasion calls for it? Trust me, it calls for it. Universal Pictures invites you. This power's a groin. What? This just keeps getting better and better. To experience the adventure. It appears he's already chosen his human sacrifice. That will live forever. If he turns me into a mummy, you're the first one I'm coming after. 